0: Are all of you relaxed? Yes. Yeah? That's wonderful. Then you're done. <laughs> One of the old texts of uh, meditation says the goal of meditation is vishranti, which means just complete relaxation. But complete relaxation. The Sargadatta reinterpreted it. He said, it's not vishranti, it should be vishara-anti. And that means to forget yourself, finally. Because that's the only way you're really relaxed. If you think you still have a self, you're not going to be relaxed. You'll be worried about that self. So, are you completely relaxed? so tonight let's forget all about this illusion of a self that takes away our relaxation because that's the only thing that interferes with our peace the self, meaning the ego self, the false self, the constructed self not the one you were <coughs> born with or eternally are But the one created as a response to circumstances in the physical plane is basically a set of patterned reactions that become projections that create a certain curvature of your mental space in order to be able to repeat themselves over and over again. And whose function is to restrict your capacity for developing your full potential. So the function of the ego mind is to make you dysfunctional. Because you had to be dysfunctional to fit in to your family system. You had to limit yourself. You had to guilt trip yourself. You had to create a sense of lack and inadequacy and Inferiority, etc., etc., or even superiority complexes, they equally limit your capacities. But all of these ego complexes are there to inhibit your true functioning in order to fit in with what is unfortunately a very dysfunctional society. And the minute we let go and really relax, And forget the ego and and remember that we are not the ego. Remember that we are pure potentiality, pure presence, that is inherently without mental activity. It transcends the mind, the real presence of your being. Mind is only a tool that is used on limited occasions, but otherwise you're in the silence of infinite mind, not limited linguistic-based mind. And to live in that self is to be free, is to be independent, finally, of all the conditionings and all of the self-limitations. And all of the illusions and the ignorance that come with identifying with a body and with an ego mind. Until that is done, the heart cannot truly open. Because you've received commands that your love has to be conditional and limited to certain people and not given to others. And your... Capacity for functioning has to be within some very thin sliver of that potential that was recognized as appropriate by the family system and then the social system. And given that we don't have a social system of yogis who recognize our infinite potential, whatever you do here to free yourself will produce anxiety not relaxation (laughs) catch 22 and you have to recognize that that anxiety is the outer shell of the ego that wants to hold you in its corral and not let you be free it's the electric fence to keep the cows in if you're willing to go beyond that anxiety and recognize that it's an illusion it has no reality there's nothing to be afraid of in the infinite, even though the ego mind will tell you to be very afraid. And how dare you think you cannot know who you are and function in the world. (coughs) That is the only way to really function in the world, although it's not really even a world, that idea is already within the illusion. So dare to go beyond whatever barriers come, whether it's anxiety or some command that thou shalt not be free or thou shalt not know too much. Thou shalt not be too great, too free, too powerful, too loving. Whatever the commands are, everyone has a different set, but they're all pretty similar. Go beyond to where no command from the family system or the society or any other false authority controls you. And there are no true authorities except yourself, so therefore you are automatically free. You outrank whatever voices would talk to you. But to go beyond it means to remain silent. Not to have a fight with it, not to reason your way out, because reason itself is another corral, but to enter the infinite silence of pure presence. And abide there. Enjoy the silence. Don't run away from it. Don't think the silence is too spooky or... I need to keep talking to myself to be sure I exist. You don't exist. Give that one up. (laughs) And then enjoy the non-existence. Because what you are is beyond existence or non-existence. You are the ultimate mystery. You can't figure out that mystery by using concepts. But know it by being it. ...and relaxing into it. And allow this whole process of meditation tonight to be an ecstatic celebration... ...as you explore the infinite depths of your silent presence. Not some drudgery or difficulty or boring, oh my God, i got to sit with myself again, you know. No, none of that. Let that go, because that's part of the ego's illusion that you're boring... And the ego is boring, but you're not the ego. And once you stop the ego mind's very predictable chatter, then you will see that extraordinary feeling states, sublime feeling states, bliss, love, divine love, divine energies that cannot even be categorized are moving through you. Witness them. Don't identify even with that. Keep going into the infinite until there is no sense of self that needs to be remembered or forgotten. And there will be a realization at some point that you're not in a world. That's a beginner's level. Then the intermediate yogis think, ah, the world is in me. Well, there's no world in you either. How can a world be in you? No, there's a dream of a world, perhaps. But it's only a dream. And is a dream different from the dreamer? No. So there's nothing, absolute nothingness. (laughs) Except the nothingness. It's pure freedom. If you really dissolve into that nothingness, you won't want to come back. There won't be anyone to come back. But bliss will be present. Ecstatic, delightful, astonishing freedom. So let's enjoy it. Shall we meditate?